Welcome to Rhema for Today. Praise God. Well, see, our trouble is we tried to do it ourselves. We tried to put out a lot of effort. You don't have to put out an effort. Just hold up your hand and say, Devil, that's as far as you come. Don't you come any further. Stop right there. Every time I do it, he comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> Amen. Because, you see, it's the authority that I have that's been given to me and, and, and the authority behind me. And the devil knows what's happening. Now, if he can keep you from knowing it, <laughs> he got you whipped, you see. He'll go ahead and run over you. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the believer's authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, let's talk about, we're talking about authority. Now, what is authority? Now, the Greek word translated power in the New Testament, one Greek word, means authority. And most of the time, King James translation did pretty good on some words, but here they really mess things up for us. For instance, I'll read you a verse here in Luke you're familiar with, Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now you notice in that verse that in the King James translation, the word power is used twice. You notice that? Yet in the Greek, there are two different words. It's not the same word in the Greek. That's original testament, you know. There are two different words. Jesus actually said, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The first word in this scripture is really the word for authority, not power. We use the illustration sometimes, you know, in the afternoon or when people are getting off from the work, we see it in our city. I'm sure you see it in your city and the traffic's heavy. A lot of times in certain areas, there's a policeman standing there right out in the middle of the street. Sometimes, you know, we'll have a street lights go out or sometimes just to move the traffic because more traffic come one way, they'll just turn them off or, or even stand there with them on and direct traffic. We've seen that. Now that policeman, you see, he wants to stop all these cars that are rushing down this street. I've seen him just hold up his hand, and I was right there on the front myself, and I've just put my brakes on. Now, now he don't have the power to do that. He couldn't hold all those cars back to save it. Wouldn't he look funny? Okay, no, no, don't come any further. No, no, no. No, I'm going to hold all of them back. I think that's what we thought, you know. We're going to hold all of them back. We've got the power. No, we don't. We've got the authority. Now, he just got the authority, and I recognize that authority. Are you listening to me? Now, all he's got to do is just put up his hand. <laughs> Amen. I stop, don't you? Amen. You better. You're in trouble if you don't, Jake. <laughs> no, he has the authority. He's authorized by the city. He's authorized. Praise God. Well, see, our trouble is we tried to do it ourselves. We tried to put out a lot of effort. You don't have to put out an effort. Just hold up your hand and say, Devil, that's as far as you come. Don't you come any further. Stop right there. Every time I do it, he comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> Amen. Because, you see, it's the authority that I have that's been given to me and, and, and the authority behind me. And the devil knows what's happening. Now, if he can keep you from knowing it, 
He, he got you whipped, you see. He'll go ahead and run over you. But when he, and he'll know it when you find out, when he knows that you know, that you know, blessed be God, you've got him then. Amen. Now, authority is delegated power. Authority is delegated power. You see, that's the reason that policeman got that delegated power. It's delegated to him by the, by the laws of the land or by the city. And that's the reason he exercises that authority. Now, you'll notice here in Ephesians, the 6th chapter and the 10th verse, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, some people said, well, I'm trying to be strong. I never said a word about you being strong. See, that's where we miss it. Never said a word about you being strong. Because you're not from the natural standpoint. It said be strong in the Lord. Not strong in yourself. In the Lord. Well, I feel so weak. That hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. Glory to God. Amen. Had got a thing in the world to do with it. What you feel hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. He didn't say be strong in your feelings said, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, not your might, His might. Now see, that almost, uh, that almost falls on deaf ears because we've just almost, you know, drawn up and stirred up and, you know, we're trying to be strong. Oh, I'm trying to be strong. We'll forget it and quit all that. <laughs> just stop and start relaxing and laughing. Said, bless God, I'm strong in the Lord because see, I'm in Him, He's in me. I'm, a, I'm depending on Him to do it. I'm not planning on doing it myself. I'm depending on Him to do it. I'm strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. So this scripture does not say to be strong in yourself. It says be strong in the Lord. You see, the value of authority depends upon the force behind the user. Jesus said, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I give unto you authority. Jesus said. You see, he, God himself, is the force behind the authority. Now, Someone has said to me, said, well, yeah, but now that was the other 70 disciples that Jesus sent out that he gave, said to them, I give you authority over serpents and scorpions. That's not literal serpents and scorpions. That's demons and evil spirits he's talking about because he said, and over all the power of the enemy. So the serpents and the scorpions are the power of the enemy. Now, somebody said, well, yeah, but he gave that authority to those other 70 disciples that he sent out. Well, I want to ask you a question. These people have never been born again. See, you couldn't be born again until after Jesus died and was raised from the dead. They had a promissory note on it, but didn't have the reality of it, see? Because that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. But they couldn't believe that because he hadn't died yet. He hadn't been raised from the dead yet, had he? The church, the New Testament church hadn't come into existence yet, see? So they weren't in the church. They weren't the New Testament church. They weren't born again. They weren't filled with the Holy Ghost. Yet he said, I give you this thought. Now, how much authority has he given to the born again, blood bar, spirit filled believers, the body of Christ? Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? 
How much authority over the power of the enemy has he given us? If we have any less than they have, then the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ was a flat failure. Wouldn't mean nothing. Been better if he'd left it like it was so we'd had power then. No, blessed be God, that belongs to us too. Hallelujah. It belongs to us too. Now, the believer who is thoroughly conscious of the divine power behind him and of his own authority can face the enemy without fear or hesitancy. Hallelujah. That's so important I want to say it again. I said the believer who is thoroughly conscious of the divine power behind him and of his own authority can face the enemy without fear or hesitancy. You remember 1 John chapter 4, verse 4? First epistle of John, fourth chapter, fourth verse where John says, By the Spirit of God, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Now the them he's talking about that we've overcome, if you read the first three verses, are is evil spirits, are, are evil spirits. And he said, Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. That's the power that's behind us, the greater one that's in us. Where is it? He's in us. He's in us. Now you see, there's no, we talk about all the religions of the world. You think about the religions, you know, India has two outstanding religions and, and of the Orient, you know, Buddhism and so on down the line. But those religions never give authority to anybody. They never impart life to anybody because they're dead. But blessed be God, Christianity is not a religion, it's a life. And then those religions, all other religions, they were the object that they worship can be seen. But Christianity is the only religion that the God that you worship is in you. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to See Spiritual Gifts Work in Greater Measure. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, our new spiritual realities. Next from Lynette Hagan, the CD, Keep the Fire Burning on the Inside of You. All this for the special price of $29. That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. 
We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Camp meeting is coming up. Oh yeah. I will be so glad uh, that we'll that we're able to have camp meeting yes. here on the campus. Right. Uh, July the 19th through 24th, starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Right. and then Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., 2:30 p.m. and 7:30 p.m. We got a great lineup of speakers. There will also be the summer yes, blitz. Yes, summer blitz. And yes. So they have a great lineup. We have children's services as well. Okay. We're going to have the everything for the whole family. That's Just come right. and enjoy a week uh, right here at what we call Camp Meeting 2020. Now, many people don't know about camp meetings, but used to, when I was growing up, as a five, six, seven year old, my dad, of course, him being a minister, we would go to the denominational camp meeting that they would have every year. And it was outside in a tent. And many people came in and actually camped. They Mm -hmm. had tents and so forth and so on. And then some of us would stay at little motels. They didn't have any big hotels back then. They had called (laughs) a motel. They did. And camp meeting came from that. If you'll go trace it, it goes back to the old Methodist camp meetings and many others had camp meetings in which they would come in and they would camp. Uh, that's how it got it started, but it's indoors. We got air conditioning. That's <laughs> right. And it's nice. <laughs> I've been at the other and I, I like this better. Uh, that's right. <laughs> and you know, honey, I believe this is going to be a special camp meeting. Oh yeah. I'm, I know that many states, they haven't been able to be together as yes, a church. Right. Uh, thankfully, we We have been able to be together since the 1st of May. Yes. And I just believe that it's a great time for people all over the country to come together and celebrate. Yes, Yes, celebrate. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.